0: Hey friends, welcome to the Intuitive Mother podcast, the podcast created to help you awaken, heal, and connect to your truth and your desires as you journey home to you in the midst of motherhood. I'm your host, Angie Schaefer, wife, mom of two teen daughters, intuitive life coach, and Reiki healer, creator of The Awoken Woman, and spiritual joy seeker. Each week, we'll come together and chat, just as if we are on my sofa, side by side, sharing sacred space. It is my greatest hope to help other moms by offering insights, interviews, and straight up truth on all things motherhood and womanhood to guide your journey home with a friendly and healing vibe. Our time is now, let's go. Hey there, friends. Welcome back to the Intuitive Mother podcast. I am so happy to be back here with you again this week and grateful for all of you that are listening in, whether it's your first time, your 10th time, your 100th time listening to these episodes I am grateful for you and so thankful that we get to spend this time together, whether you're driving or cleaning or relaxing. I am happy for the time together that I get to share a piece of my heart with you and that it's touching your heart in some way, shape, or form and getting you through the moments of motherhood. Especially between you and your teen daughter, and helping you to know that you are not alone. So, I want to jump right in today and share with you my thoughts on connecting to your true self and also how this plays into your life with yourself, your relationship with yourself, and also your relationship with your daughter, and her relationship with herself, so that you can guide either yourself or your daughter home to her truth. And as we get started, I'm going to share with you that this is like it often is on my episodes, an off the cuff episode, I just had this thought in my mind pop in and I decided to roll with it and share it with you. This is something that is near and dear to my heart because it's what I have spent years digging deep into for myself. And I truly understand the roller coaster ride to realizing. You are disconnected from your truth and the ride when you know that, but you have to get from point A to point D to M to Z and how you peel back the onion layers and just everything that comes up with it. And then how it impacts your relationships, especially with your daughters and in motherhood. So I'm anxious to share it with you. I am hoping that it touches your heart and really makes a lasting impact so that you feel in this journey, you have um, you know, the knowledge and the understanding that you're not alone, and that you can always pop back to this episode and understand, a, you know how I m- transitioned and maneuvered through coming home to my truest self and where the bumps were in the road and how I implemented that as my girls grew a little older and remind yourself when you re-listen that, um, you know, you can do this and you can get through it step by step. So I am going to give you a disclaimer. Everything I tell you is my personal experience and what has truly helped me. And I'm also going to tell you that each of our stories is unique and different You are not me, and I am not you, so I can never be the guru of motherhood and say, this is how it is, this is what you should do, step A, step B, step step C. What I'm going to tell you is to always lean into your gut, your heart, and follow that, and that it will never leave you down the wrong path. Um, you'll never go astray. So this story for myself started many, many years ago. And I've shared this on various episodes where I was just at a place in a time where I felt like things didn't really all connect deep inside. Um, maybe there were, it felt like missing puzzle pieces. And I was starting to search. I thought it was a career that needed to shift. I was currently working per diem as a social worker, a case manager at our local hospital. I had been in the midst and um, caregiving from both of my grandparents. I was coming on the tail end of caregiving. I was a mom. I am a wife. You know, I'm still a mom and a wife. But I was starting to notice that I just... Felt unhappy in some way that I couldn't explain, which made it really, really hard because I couldn't say, like, I'm unhappy in blank. I just said something doesn't feel right. And so when I share that with you, I want to give you full permission in your own life that if something doesn't feel right, to be okay with just saying, something doesn't feel right. I can't put my finger on it, but I know something feels off. I'm maybe not as happy as what it feels like I should be. I, you know, have a wonderful family. I have a loving husband, great children, um, friends. We're, you know, we're doing okay in the world, but yet something feels off. And I want to give you permission to explore that. Because in my um, path, that was actually the moment when I gave myself permission to explore it. That I recognized um, there was a disconnect to my truest self. And really what that disconnect comes down to is that I was living for so many years by everyone else's expectations... But even deeper than that, as a child, I never really explored my deepest needs, desires, um, emotions, boundaries, and that was because of trauma that I had gone through and witnessed as a child, and so I was very disconnected from my inner self my truest self. Um, I was disconnected from my inner child, my soul. And that was why I got to this point where I was like, man, I should be really happy. Like I have a phenomenal marriage. I love my husband dearly. We've been together many, many years. He supports me. I have had the ability to try different paths for a career. And you know, I've landed on some things that are okay, but maybe don't completely light me up. But I have a great marriage. I have these wonderful daughters. I have um, great family and friends, and yet here I am. So this was like point one, you know, when I realized something's not right. I'm going to need to explore this, and I probably should have been tipped off by the amount of self help books. That I bought, sometimes read, sometimes I didn't get to read all of them, and stacked all over the place. Whether it was in the living room, in our bedroom, in my office, on my office desk. Like, I was always yearning for more. Something to fill in the puzzle pieces. Something to help me understand myself. And so began the quest of finding my true self. And this has not been the easiest path. This has been work. I recently told my youngest daughter, the path to healing yourself will be the hardest work, but the most amazing work you will ever do. And it will be worth every tear, every smile, every moment alone every journal page that you write, it, it's just worth it. But it is hard. And it's hard in a different way. It's not the hard that you don't want to do. It's hard because you have to face a lot of the realizations and have the conversations that go with them um, that you've been either taught or afraid to speak over the world, over the years. And so it it was hard work it was deep it was also the most meaningful work that i've ever done i had also shared with my daughter the the best work you will ever do is the work you give to yourself to heal yourself and then in motherhood and marriage those are the three places that i have felt my work has been the greatest And the work with myself is the work with God, my creator, the universe, um, goddess, Mother Mary, you know, however I have connected, whatever divine source connection I have found that has helped me connect inward. So it's deep work. It can be hard work, but it is so worth it. And I'm here to share that with you so that when you feel that angst inside and something just doesn't feel right and you're not sure what steps to take or is your marriage falling apart or are you not a great mom or do you hate your job, that maybe it's actually a little deeper than just hating the job or just having, um, you know, a couple of hard months in marriage or motherhood or feeling like you don't fit with friends. Maybe it's a call from your soul saying, I'm down here and I'm so buried and hidden that you are feeling disconnected and I want to come up and I want you to get to know me and to fully embody me. And so that we can live in a much more happy, joyful, awakened state for your life and leave your life much more joyful through these years that we are gifted to live on this earth with those that we love. So this was my journey. You know, it it was tumultuous at times. I've done a lot of various modalities of healing. I have done a lot of self-care. I have done a lot of self-help reading. I have worked with coaches. I have sat in a lot of meditation and um, done a lot of journaling. I have written poetry I've started to notice things about myself, certain instances where maybe the anxiety that I thought I was cursed with was actually talking to me and helping me to see this is a situation that doesn't feel good inside my body. And these were all parts of coming to my truest self. The steps that I had to take were beyond what I just listed, a lot of rest. I had to learn to listen within myself, which was part of the meditation at first. And I want to give you a side note that meditation to me in the beginning was not sitting by myself for 20 minutes, an hour, two hours in silence and able to block everything out. My mind was in such chaos and worked overtime that all I could possibly think of doing was listening to... Um, a couple of my favorite YouTube videos were either Boho Beautiful's Meditations, which I can connect, um, share the link in the, in the write-up description of this episode, or Pure Rasa, I believe her name is. And I found them on YouTube. I just listened 15 minutes, sometimes 30 minutes. They were guided meditations. They were beautiful. They brought me home to the inner needs of my heart because I would start to feel much more at ease. I would start to hear like certain things that maybe my heart was speaking to me that I wasn't tapped into intuitively because I was so shut off living in anxiety and blocking my truest self down. So I rested. I listened within. And the hardest for me was to follow fun And also, I would say, follow the emotions. And that's what led me to running my first half marathon. It's what has led me to really trying to sit with, and this is one that I'm still struggling with to this day, as to what is fun for me. You know what? How many of you listening get stuck in that as well? Like, we just don't remember what was fun, or maybe we never had a chance to have a lot of fun when we were growing up, so we struggle with tapping into fun. That is my greatest struggle. I'm still there. I have started to recognize that when I am alone, I love dancing to Beyonce. I do love laughter with those that I love, and are a safe space for me, but that it truly is hard for me to tap into fun. I didn't like playing with Barbies. I didn't like um, sports when I was growing up. So running the half marathon was fun in that it slowly awakened emotions and parts of my body would hurt, but it would give me the ability to tap into what was coming up from maybe pushing too hard one day or being frustrated at my run and learning how to go from anxiety and doing, doing, doing to being in my body. And so following the fun, following the emotions and feeling everything that came up, not shoving any of the feelings down. So those were the steps that I started in the beginning to tapping into my truest self. And let me also say, in the beginning, I didn't realize that's what I was doing. I just knew something felt off and I needed to explore because I didn't think it was normal that I would feel unhappy given the beautiful life that I had with, um, you know, I had created in these days with my husband and my daughters and my friends and I just didn't feel that I should be feeling unhappy in any way and I knew that there was something disconnected. So that is what led me on the path to my truest self. I never set out knowing it was that my truest self, my soul was buried so deep that I couldn't even find the connection to her. So that is where I started off and I am going to now share with you how I think this plays into motherhood with our daughters. Um, When you start this journey to awaken, connect and heal yourself and really develop depth with your truest self, and that reconnection that you've been yearning for, but you didn't realize that's what you were yearning for, you are setting this beautiful example for your daughters. And how I have seen this play out is I have seen my oldest go from working herself so hard, minimal sleep in ninth grade, because she was taking multiple honor courses, and she wasn't even taking all of them, but a couple, I think like two or three. She was a competitive swimmer for her high school, and she started to tap in and realize that that wasn't enjoyable, and she was no longer excited, and it made her feel depleted. And so she tapped in, and she was willing to recognize that. And I bring this up because I feel like without me slowing down and recognizing that something was missing and that I was no longer excited. She wouldn't have had that model to look to and say, okay, well, if mom is really looking for ease and peace and flow and love and fun, and none of this is showing up in my life and what I'm doing, then maybe I'm not aligned with my truest self. So it started the conversations a lot more in our family where I would talk about, you know, what I was experiencing and how I was healing and conversations that were coming up. And then she would start to Really think about that, and how that could be her in her life. Um, it also showed up in a lot came up for me personally about my own childhood that I was starting to recognize. I was starting to recognize ways in which I was showing up as a mom that I was not proud of and make those changes. And it significantly shifted our relationship for better we didn't have a poor relationship but I was in total reaction mode because I was unhappy my truest self wasn't living out I was unaligned and so I was constantly reacting I was constantly operating from a place like I knew how from my past from my own childhood which was traumatic and unsettling for my daughters so by searching for my truest self, for starting my healing and awakening to myself. I was then able to shift and heal and show up differently and in a more loving, supportive way for my daughters. Does this mean that it is always smooth sailing? Absolutely not. And I believe that is because, A, we're both, all three of us actually, are more willing to be honest with each other. We are also willing to feel it all. So there are days that I still want to react or something hurts, but I'm now more aware and I'm able to excuse myself and just go pull it together or start to understand what's coming up for me. Um, We're also three women. Um, You know, there's a lot of hormones going on that play off of each other. And a lot of changes and a lot of shifts in our life. But we're willing to be aware of what's coming through for ourselves and have a relationship that we can honor and talk about that with each other so that we can um, connect in a more meaningful and deep way rather than just reaction and yelling and disconnect. So it has... My search for my true self has impacted our relationship. It's impacted their relationship to themselves. Are they aligned or are they not aligned? Do they enjoy something or do they not? Um, and, you know, I've also seen this recently with our youngest daughter who has started her um, high school career at a new high school. And it's for performing arts. She is a musician and she is struggling. She has struggled through the years with um, dealing with the aftermath of mean girls and bullying. And that has caused her to have a difficult transition to schools and actually even getting connected to girls because she just finds that trauma reaction to the past when she had been bullied by those mean girls. And so it's also opened up the doorway for her to be more um, aware of what's coming up for her, what doesn't feel aligned, who she's willing to let into her life, who she's not, what she needs to do for herself for a stable Um, safe space and foundation when she's either at home or at school. And it's now also part of our oldest daughter picking her college where she can say, you know, I'm independent. I'm looking forward to being in warmer temperatures. We live in the Northeast. So she is looking at colleges in Florida. I believe when you are aligned and living from your truest self, you are willing to take those steps and live outside of the area you've grown up. I believe you are willing to test the waters without fear. Is she going to be nervous and homesick at times? Of course, but she's willing to do it without fear because she knows that something feels aligned to her inside and that will make it better, you know, make, No matter what the outcome is, it will be something that she tried because it felt aligned to her personal self. And all of this is because of one step that I decided to take and say, okay, I don't feel right. Something's disconnected. And then they started to witness the transition and the awakening that I felt within And really implement it into their lives and align to who they are and have the courage to speak up for what they needed, for what lights them up, and for when they feel aligned. And I truly believe this is the goal of motherhood, of mothering our daughters, that they know where they're aligned, that they know where they feel safe, And even that they feel safe in their own bodies and that their body is where it comes back to. Does something feel off in your body? Does it feel disconnected? Does it feel tense? You know, right now I'm currently a lot of what shows up for me is when I'm resisting my true self or stepping out as my true self, I find resistance in my jaw. And um, my neck pain. So it flares up. And it's been teaching them the same. Where do you feel resistance? And is the resistance coming up because you're disconnecting from something that is aligned for you? So are you disconnecting from your truest self? I truly, truly, truly believe that when we awaken as mothers, we help our daughters awaken as young women, to their truest self. And I also believe that not all hope is lost if we feel like, well, we're a little behind on the game because they're teenagers and we've spent 15 years reacting from the parts of ourselves that felt scared and anxious and worried and overwhelmed. No, not all hope is lost. It is so easy to take just one small step a day. And I believe when we take these small steps, we break through the resistance by owning our true self, by honoring our true self, by loving on our true self, and trusting. Trusting ourself that our heart and our true self would never lead us astray, and trusting in God, the universe, the divine, that they're, they know, it knows the path that we're meant to go. And that this alignment, this lit up feeling deep within ourselves will lead us to the right place. It's been such a deep part of even as a mom being able to watch my oldest look into colleges that it would be 19 hours to drive to her is the knowing that I have to also own, honor, love, and trust her decisions when she's in alignment and be there to support her. But to watch her do that is beautiful. And I bring this home In the thought that if we can own, in a sense, like we own who they are. We don't own them, but our daughters. We look at them and we are just so proud. And we own and honor them in pride for who they are. What they speak up for. What they love. What their passions are. We love them for that. And we trust them to take those steps in alignment while we're there to support them, that it's all too often we're willing to do that for them, but we're not willing to do it for ourselves. That we're not willing to flip the script from, I want you to do whatever makes you happy for everybody else that we love, to, oh, but does that mean I have to do what makes me happy? Yes, it does. And we're so quick to forget to reconnect to ourselves and make ourselves happy because we've been raised to think that that's selfish, especially as moms, that it's a selfish thing to do to set out on our own quest for happiness. I am here to tell you that my quest for happiness, my quest for a joyful life, um, my quest has led to an awakening and when I used to think of an awakening I thought of the spiritual gurus and that I had to be this very advanced spirituality teacher to go through a full awakening but this my awakening is within motherhood where I found the steps to it and I've seen this awakening help to awaken the light within my daughters at a younger age. And I just think that's beautiful because they will have a much longer period of time in their life where they can really tap into their truth, their alignment, their light, their truest self. So I share all that with you. And I would love to know your feedback. I would love to know where you feel disconnected, where you might be sitting in life thinking, wow, I have this beautiful life that we've created, but yet something feels off. Where does that come up for you? Where is it that you first see it? Like I had said, I thought it had something to do with a career and that's why I was unhappy. Little did I realize where that one step would lead me. And little did I realize by taking that one step to reconnecting to my truest self and to healing and awakening my light, where that would lead me as a mother to my daughters, as a mother to myself, but then also witnessing the beauty of their light and their relationship with themselves and how bright that has really shined and often led me to even more awareness and more acceptance of my truest self when I have seen them accept their light within. So I hope you share with me. I would love to hear your feedback. I hope you've enjoyed this off-the-cuff episode. Um, when I speak off the cuff, I really come into it with minimal notes, if any, and I just share what's coming through. And this is my belief that this is the divine speaking through me, that I am in a place to share this and share my experiences. So I do hope they touch your heart, just like these thoughts touch my heart as they come through. I hope you have a wonderful week. And I look forward to hearing from you. All right, until next one. Bye-bye. Hey friends, thanks for joining me on this week's episode of the Intuitive Mother podcast. I am so deeply grateful for each and every one of you that has listened in, whether it's your 50th episode or first episode, you taking the time to share this sacred space with me means the world to me and warms my heart. I would love to hear from each and every one of you about what interviews you loved and what you want to hear more of. Drop me a line at angie at angieshafer.com. On my website, you can also learn more about the programs that I'm offering and the coaching and healings that are also available for each one of you As you journey home to your sacred self, I am thankful for you spending your time with me and I cannot wait to share another episode with you next week. Have a great day.